You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And as always, at least once a week, we got to have it. You know, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, a Brett Freelander a week keeps my numbers at peak. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Brett, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good, actually. I, I went and covered a soccer game yesterday, the NCAA tournament. I'm doing a state championship football game tonight. And I'll be watching baseball because uh, it's coming down to the end this weekend. So, yeah, it's a, it's a full plate. And that's always a good thing. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, you'll be watching an NC State recruit tonight in young Breon Pass, even though he'll be playing the sport that he will not be playing at NC State uh, in basketball. So we're, we're going to get into that a little bit, and then we're going to touch on baseball coming down the stretch here as well. And I, I think that'll be a, a good enough show for us. What do you think, Brett? I think so. I'm, you know, I, Listen, I could fill 30 minutes in my sleep. So <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. All righty, well, first of all, Coach Keats has been, you know, with a lot of the things that happened last year and a lot of struggles that NC State, well, not even struggles, but the fact that NC State hasn't made a significant leap uh, from where they were, according to some people, under Keats. It's, he's, he's coming under fire, and one of the biggest things that people criticize a lot is his recruiting, and voila, he's produced the, the, the third best class in the ACC, 18th best class in the nation, and, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, Godfrey is suspended again at his new school. And Keats is not. <laughs> Keats is not. So what do you think about Keats's recruiting? Do you think that this is a sign of things to come? Or or what do you, is this a one-off year where it just happens to be a lot of good recruits were coming out for him? Kenton, I don't think it's really a, a, a sign of things to come. I think it's just a continuation of what he's been doing. Look at this. I mean, would, would his recruiting reputation – be any different right now if Jalen LeCue had come to uh, to NC State or if if Josh Hall would have come to to NC State and look at the you know the freshmen that you know showed out this year right Darion Sebron from two years ago's class was uh, a, a you know a, a really good contributor who's only going to get better uh, Cam Hayes was one of the best players on the team and Shaq Moore who hopefully will come back uh, you know is in the transfer portal right now also had a sneaky good year. And so I just think this is a continuation. And as long as guys come to school and there's no 19 year olds, you know, prep school guys this year. So all three, you know, in, unless they go to the G league uh, are going to come. So I just think this is just kind of business as usual. And, and you know, the fact that all three of these guys are coming and you add into that, the, uh, you know, the transfer portal guys that he's picked up, which I don't know if that, you know, that is included in the, uh, in the uh, uh, recruiting rankings. But this is really a strong group of incoming players that will be added to a really strong, you know, uh, nucleus that's already there. So, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't think this is anything to be surprised at. You know, the, I agree with you on so many points there. The fact of the matter is, traditionally, Coach Keats has gotten guys who fit his system and now he's getting star power that fits his system. But like you said, he's recruited that in the past. They just have skipped right on by campus. And that's 
is a very unfortunate situation. And again, I reference back to this man is dealing with things that no other coach has. How many other coaches, when when coach, I mean, go through any point in, co- in college basketball history, when was there different media outlets who were coming up with uh, leagues for 18, 19-year-olds yeah. so they could circumvent college? That's a new advent. That's not something that's been here all along. And it's just, oh, well, if you didn't plan for that, you've got to be some type of bonehead. No, no, that's not how that works. Nobody foresaw overtime coming up with a league. LeVar Ball was the only one doing it when uh, in my most recent history. And even then, people laughed at him. Exactly. People laughed at him. So it wasn't a situation where people looked at him creating that league and they were like, oh, this is going to get traction. This is going to be the new wave. And college coaches are going to have to compete against these leagues for players, which it has turned out to be. And Coach Keats has lost a couple of those battles. But at the end of the day, if you weigh out what it is objectively here, to win any of those battles is flatly amazing. You're telling a young man, hey, I'll give you $500,000, $600,000 a year before tax to play this game for a couple of years, and uh, you go on about your way. Or, oh, I'll give you a scholarship's worth of value for you to stay here for a year, maybe two, and you go on after that. Hopefully you don't get hurt here because, I mean, if you do, that's unfortunate. You did it for free, but, I mean, <laughs> you fought for the good old red and white of NC State. Like, yeah, it, but you know you know what else, too, Kenton? You know, you talk about making money, all right? So if you're going to get $200,000 right now to go play in one of these leagues, that sounds like a lot of money. But if you go play in college for a year, even one year, and you have a really good year, and you basically establish your brand, how much more money are you going to make? Because that rookie contract in the NBA is going to be worth a heck of a lot more than two hundred grand, plus oh, the shoe deal and all the other uh, and all the other um, uh, uh, endorsements. Okay, uh, this maybe Zion Williamson is a bad example because you know he already had this this vibe about him before he came. But say uh, say how about uh, uh, the 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 kid from um, from from UNC? Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, shoot. Uh, which, which one? The point, the, point, the, the point guard is playing for the Bulls right now. Why can't I remember his name? Kobe White. Uh, Kobe White. Okay, so how about Kobe White? He came. He was a, a, a highly rated uh, prospect when he went to UNC. Right. But he was just another guy. I mean, he was not somebody who, who kind of created buzz. If he goes plays in one of those obscure leagues, okay, mm-hmm. he's still going to be a first-round pick. But he's not going to have the buzz that he does for playing a year for Carolina uh, you know, getting on national TV all these times, having really good games, you know, with everybody to see. And now all of a sudden he's a marketable can- you know, uh, uh, commodity. He gets drafted in the first round. And now look at him. I, I don't know that you can do that. And, and you know, is it worth that, that, that immediate gratification? Because in the great scheme of things, $200,000 is really nothing compared to what you can make going the, the traditional route. I mean, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you at all as far as that goes. But what I am saying is, at the end of the day, there is a lot of these young men come from situations where they don't have time to bank on the, or at least it's not pitched to them, as they have time to bank on the long play of the investment as opposed to the immediate upfront, right? Just like like, uh, how... I don't know if, if my listeners or you are familiar with music, but remember Cadillac Records. 
They gave everybody a brand new Cadillac. It's just signing yeah, bonus. Yeah. They gave everybody a Cadillac. And then when artists start saying, well, wait, let me get my master's. Well, wait, wait, let me get royalties on everything that I produce. Nope, we like, own them. You, that, that's, that's what you got in exchange. That's what we got in exchange for the Cadillac. Exactly. And that yeah. it's still to this day, the, the times have progressed. So these young men are taking Dodge Chargers or, or, or Challengers for their compensation. But that two hundred thousand to six hundred thousand, or however much the the overtime league is paying, it's enticing. The and let me money tell you that something else. Overseas, it's enticing. And let me tell you something else about those leagues. And I'm going to use media outlets. And you know, listen, <laughs> we ran into this with with Sports Illustrated's all Wolfpack. But you know, a startup has a lot of money, or what seems to be a lot of money at the start. And they think, we're going to do this differently than everybody else. We're going to get the best people. And they start throwing money at people and, and things and start spending out the wazoo because they've got it. And then all of a sudden, a year or two down the road, oh, my goodness, we've spent it all. Now what? And so, you know, how long is that entity going to last? Yep. So, you know, if yep. they're guaranteeing you that money. And listen, I know of a lot of guys who went over to Europe, uh, and in, both in basketball and in hockey, who were promised a lot of money who are still waiting to get paid. Yeah, yeah, and that's that is realistically that's just the situation. Often, that is the the establishment is the establishment for a reason, right? Like let's let's just be honest with ourselves about this. The establishment is the establishment for a reason. The NCAA is the established route of getting to the league for a reason. These universities have wells of money that will never run dry, literally. Yep. That like they they could do their worst and they still. And no matter how, money. and no matter how poor they cry, you know, they're and, and they're gonna cry poor, especially with the pandemic and everything. But don't listen to it; they've got plenty of money saved up. Oh, of and course, and it's still coming in. Oh, of course, that's that's always how that's gonna be. But like we just said, the the big dogs, the NCA is the big dogs for a reason, and you will not end up in that situation of oh, I was promised all this money and I never got it. You won't end up in that situation. With the NCAA, what they tell you you're going to get, you're going to get. Although what they tell you you're going to get is not much. That's well, that's the let's reality see what happens. there. Let's let's see what happens with with NIL here and, and how that shakes out. And uh, because uh, it, it may be more than nothing, it may not be that much, but it, it may be at least a little something here. Quite. But soon. you know what, though? And, and, and when I look at the NIL, I'm saying to myself here. Well, there's there's something to this. There's something to that. And we'll talk about that in just a second when we get back. But before we do, I've got to tell you all about Rock Auto. It is an online family business with over two decades of experience serving customers at reliably low prices with just everything, all the parts your car could ever need. All right. RockAuto.com is the place to go to get whatever your car needs because at the end of the day, you do the repairs on your car preventatively so that you can save your money and spend it elsewhere, right? If you repair a little something that's wrong, you don't have to be pulled over on the side of the road paying to get towed place X, Y, and Z, paying to get thing A, B, and C fixed when it was just a minor thing to begin with. Why go to a conventional chain storefront and hope that the counter person has the specific parts for your vehicle ready when you can go to rockauto.com, where they have an expansive list of items ready for your make and model of your vehicle at any point in time. And again, there are no tiered prices that are different for DIY folks or 
professionals. The prices are low regardless of what the market is willing to pay for. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So we talked about uh, we talked about a little bit there, we, but right before we went to break, we were talking about the situation as far as the return on investment and all that good stuff about whether or not uh, the the NCAA was worth it for some of these athletes, which we didn't even plan on talking about today. But you know what? The, the conversation is veered there, so we're going to go there today. So another thing that I hear a lot is a lot of coaches telling players, especially with basketball and AAU, hey, focus on just this, focus on just this, focus on just this. And here we have a Breon Pass who is showing you can do a lot more and you'll still be very good at both. And by the way, if if I'm if I'm hearing if I'm telling you from what I'm hearing about all three of these recruits, I think or I'm hearing rather that Pass has the highest ceiling of the three. Absolutely. Huh? And listen, I've seen him and from the time that he committed to NC State or actually even before that, from the time he decided to concentrate on basketball in college because uh, he was a much higher rated recruit football wise and actually Doran had offered him a scholarship. But from that moment on, he just took off. I mean, he just got his fourth star last week. And this is a kid who is a, an elite playmaker who can also score. And I, I agree with you 100%. You know, he could step in before the season's over and be the lead, ball, the, the lead guard and have Cam Hayes play the two or even the three. Uh, but th- this kid has got an upside that is through the roof. You know, I, I'm going to love to see what he looks like. And he's got a Morton. great attitude, too, by the way. This is a kid who works his behind off and is a real team guy. Absolutely. And that is why I'm saying I'm going to love to see what he looks like uh, with more time, more emphasis on just basketball full time. You know, there there is, to me, something to be said about guys who just naturally have it. Yep. And he seems to be one of those guys that just – it just oozes off of him. And like I said, the first time that I heard about him, the first time I heard about him, I heard, oh, yeah, he's he's a pretty good small guard. I mean, he's he's a, a very good shooter from range, good off the dribble. He can create some shots. He's a good pastor. But every time, the more people I, I asked about him, the high, more highly people spoke of him. I mean, it went from, oh, yeah, he's good off the dribble. He can make, he can make shots. He can shoot from deep. He can pass the ball to, like, if this guy was four inches taller, he'd be a top 10 player in America. And I'm like, what? This is, are y'all sure about this? And that's, that's what my sources are telling me. I have not seen Just, enough film on him to properly or adequately say what I believe he will or won't be. That's just, just what I'm hearing. Consider this. He was an all state selection in both basketball and football in a really competitive state. I mean, it's just not like New Hampshire or, you know, or Montana where there's only a handful of guys playing. I mean, he was all state in both sports. I mean, you want to talk about athleticism. You want to talk about, you know, uh, sheer God-given ability. 
that that speaks volumes. Uh, folks in in Montana and New Hampshire, uh, <laughs> we're we're sure that y'all have produced a lot of great. I know Jared Allen is from Montana, so you know, I mean, hey, hey guys, I'm sure y'all have produced a lot of great athletes. You know? <laughs> but don't take it personally. Is all I'm saying. But anyway, uh, so beyond Brian Pass and beyond what we're looking at with him. Ernest Ross, to me, he has the highest floor of the three as I believe that he can come in and contribute defensively and on the boards right away. I think that Ross is a guy with his activity and his his willingness to compete. I think that he definitely adds in the spot where we're at critical need in the front court as far as a, a big in the uh, center or power forward position. But not only that, he has the ability to defend. I, I want to say... He could defend about two through five in college. I, that's if he puts on some weight and retains his quickness. I think he'll have that type of ability going forward. What do you What do you say? I, about? I believe he's going to have to contribute right away, unless Keats goes out and fills the spot that that uh, uh, Shaq Moore has uh, made vacant. Unless he goes out and brings in a veteran big, Ernest is going to have to come in and contribute right away. Either that or, or, or you know, Ebenezer uh, Donwa or, or, or Dewana or however you pronounce it, and J- or Jalen Gibson. One of those guys is going to have to, you know, really improve leaps and bounds because he's not going to be able to make it through the whole season with just Manny as, as his one big guy. First of all, they're going to get killed on the boards. And number Absolutely. two, you know, I, I, I still – I have not, you know, listen, for, for as much of an improvement as Manny Bates made last year, I, I don't know that he has the stamina yet. I don't know if he does. We, maybe he does to play 35 minutes a game for the, you know, for an entire season. And so somebody's going to have to step in. And, you know, Ernest Ross has got the credentials. So I, I think he's going to get every opportunity to step right in and contribute. But you know what? I like Manny Bates a lot. I think we I all, do too. Oh, we listen. We all know. But he can't do it by himself, though. Exactly. And that's what I was just about to say. Regardless of how much you like or don't like Manny Bates, there is not a single big in America that I believe is just, hey, you can make them the only big on the team, they'll be fine. Especially in a conference like the ACC. Especially, I mean, at the end of the day, the University of No Consequences has seen a front court exodus. But just the brand alone, they're going to get some big guys in there, and soon. They're going to get some some top recruits who are like, oh, I can go play for that brand and go play right away. They're going to get some guys in there soon. So that's that's how that's going to work. And you just don't want a situation where you're like, oh, one big is all we need. That's all right. Not to mention, from the foul trouble aspect, if he does get into foul trouble, now we have absolutely no rim protection. Well, so, and what happens if he goes up for a rebound, comes down on somebody's foot, now he's got a high ankle sprain and he's out oh for, for, for three weeks? Oh, Lord, we didn't even want to talk about the injuries. Lord Jesus. Well, we but I mean, it's, it's, it's but there, it's and that's why you've got to have exactly. insurance. Exactly. It's a reality. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. And to ignore that part of the game would be ignorant of us. So, I mean, that, you're right. They do need more than one big body uh, in the post. So, Terquavion Smith, to me, I think I think that he's another one of those guys that's really good. I think that he's a a maybe slightly quicker version of Cam Hayes. What say you about Terquavion? Uh, the thing about Terquavion Smith that jumps out to me is that this kid is an absolute gunner from from the perimeter. I mean, he's got great range. 
and and he will give NC State something that they haven't had oh for a while now, the last couple of seasons, a reliable, a really reliable uh, uh, threat from three point range, uh, and a guy unlike Thomas Allen, who's a really I think a good three point shooter. Terquavian has no conscience. He will shoot as opposed to Thomas Allen. We have to beg him to put it up. Uh, I, I think he's going to really be a, a, a big uh, part of next year's season. I don't think he's going to be a starter. I think he's going to be a guy who can come off the bench and give you some instant offense, mm-hmm. um, considering the veteran guys that are playing in front of him. But I think he's going gr- to be a great guy to have, especially if you know, Keats is able to run his system and run guys in and out. Um, he's going to be a guy who, when the offense is stagnating, you know, he can go out there and he'll pull and he'll, and he'll make some shots from three-point range and, and get the offense you know, uh, kick-started again. He surely will. And, and to me, the biggest, the, biggest thing about, uh, the biggest thing about all of these guys that we've, we've talked about already, this team needed help. They needed depth. These guys all helped bring that. That's just the reality of what this situation is. And so, really. And by the way, uh, you know the other thing about Turquavian too. Uh, he and his team won state championships each of his last two seasons. Okay, so this kid knows how to win, and this kid knows how to lead. And I think that that's a huge, huge asset. Anytime you know you're building a, a college team, especially one like NC State that is really looking to, to to you know get that winning identity, bringing in winners. You know, you don't have to teach them how to win; they know. Right. Right. And there's like, there is no if ands or buts about it. If a player knows how to win, there are just certain traits, certain habits, certain things that it's like, eh. There's no there's no uh, debating that. Didn't did Breon pass his team go as well? Did they go to? State yes, and actually, uh, Ter- no. Terquavian's team knocked him out in the semifinals. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. And I gotcha. think and I think Breon scored like thirty four in that game. Yeah, it, it, it happens like that sometimes. It really. It really and truly does. There's nothing you can do about it. But if you go hey. online, if you go on Twitter, you, you'll find they post for a picture at midcourt, two of them hugging each other. Uh, you know, there were rivals in that game, and now after it's over, they became teammates. And that's always how it happens. Again, I'm betting on these freshmen having a big impact. I mean, so is Keats and a majority of, of Wolfpack Nation here. So we'll see how that goes. And if you're a better, go to betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your place the fastest and easiest place to place all of your online sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. The past week saw a ton of action with the NFL draft happening, the Kentucky Derby happening, and that there, um, there are more legs of the Triple Crown. It's called the Triple Crown for a reason, not just the Derby Crown. So get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, and before the next pitch, Head over to Bet Online on your laptop, desktop, or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news. Look for some sign-up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as your team preps for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code locked on to uh use promo code locked on to let them know we sent you. So we're about to land this thing, but Brett, the baseball team, since we last talked, they swept the series you said they had to sweep. They won their next series. I don't believe they've lost a series since. Am I, am I correct? 
Okay. They have not, and they got rained out this during their midweek game against Elon, so that means they're going to go a full week without playing because they've got no games scheduled this weekend. So what what are your thoughts as far as their outlook on the tournament at this moment? Well, I think it speaks volumes about their, their NCAA chances right now that Coach Avent did not scramble to find a um, – uh, a, an opponent to play this weekend after the midweek game got uh, got canceled. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that he feels like his team could use the rest and they could just kind of hone things during a week of practice. And they don't need the wins. They don't need the games to um, to to you know improve their resume. They've got a, a good game against UNC Wilmington uh, coming up at home on Tuesday, which is a a, a, a very Good game for the resume because UNCW is, a, is probably going to be an NCAA tournament team from the CAA. And then they play a, a road series against Pittsburgh, a series that they absolutely have to win. And if they can sweep this, it's huge. Because then last, the last week of the season, they come uh, home to play Florida State, a, another ranked opponent. Um, if you can get a win against UNC Wilmington, a sweep of Pittsburgh and win two out of three in Florida against Florida State going into the, NC, the ACC tournament, then I don't think you're on the bubble anymore. I think that you're safe, and you can go into that ACC tournament loose and free and just play. Um, if, if it doesn't happen that way, uh, you know, now all of a sudden you're going to Charlotte with a lot on your, uh, you know, on your plate with, you know, with your, your future in doubt, and, and you don't want to leave it up to the committee. So I think this is a big closing stretch, but it's a good one because you've got winnable games at Pittsburgh. You've got a game they should win against UNCW that's going to weigh heavily on their, on their resume. And then you've got that ranked team coming in here. And even if you win only one out of the three of those games, if you sweep Pittsburgh and win the other, you know, the other one, then I think you're still in pretty good shape. But now's the time. I mean, you know, they, they've made the comeback. Now you can't take your foot off the accelerator. Now you've got to finish strong. Exactly. And they've got After- it in them. They've got it in them. The pitching is starting to come together, and the hitting has always been there. After a one and eight start, they're they're what about twelve well, and five or well, yeah, let's see. Right now they are. I'm looking at they're fourteen and thirteen. So yeah, after a one and eight start, they are. You said thirteen and fourteen. Four, no, fourteen and thirteen. Fourteen and thirteen. So they're they thirteen and, and five since and four. Then. Yeah, or thirteen and four since then. That's yeah. that is massive. They're doing what they have to do. Like you said, can't take their foot off the accelerator. We're going to see. Time will reveal, as Elder Barge and his family said. Time <laughs> will reveal what this team turns out to be. But I think they're in a good spot. And I think that they've made a good call in not searching for them to uh, have an opponent immediately. Just because, you know what? They've been going so hard. They've been playing so well. Yep. It, th- we, you never want to break a hot breath. team's rhythm. But sometimes you got to know, my guys have been grinding. They've been working. They've been improving, yep. improving, improving. Let's just give it a second. Thanks again, Brett. I appreciate you as always for coming on. You can find all his work at B Fried ACC on Twitter. It's pronounced B Freed, but it's spelled B <laughs> F R I E D, like fried, like fried fish, fried chicken, all that good stuff. <laughs> Anywho, um, thank you all so very much for liking, subscribing, sharing. I'll be back on Locked On ACC this Monday. Um, peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. Also, good luck to Breon Pass and Reedsville tonight. Uh, good luck to all of the competitors that are playing in state championship games tonight. We hope that everybody uh, goes walks away from those games healthy. And we all know somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. We just hope that our guys, guys who are coming to the pack, win a little bit more. 
All right. Peace and love, y'all, as always. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 